It is I. Just me. No one else here today. I thought I would have a after school chit chat very similar to what Gina has done on her uh, podcast and um, since I just left school it is currently 3.58 p.m. I'm in a bit of a pickle not pickle Uh, it's like traffic jam but I'm on my way home and this would be the perfect time to converse about I wanted to, yeah, I thought about it like maybe for a minute about what I want to talk about, and I think I'm going to stick with it, which is school and what I taught today. So it'll be an exercise that they made us do a lot in college, which was um, self-reflection and how to um, really look back at what you did during the day and see what you liked, what you didn't like, how you would do something differently next time around, and so on. So today is actually, it's a Tuesday, so it's one of my hardest days, if not my hardest day, because I literally go straight through from 8 in the morning until 2.53 p.m. I'm nonstop, and um, I usually get to school around 7 in the morning. This morning I got to school exactly at 7, which meant that my time was kind of a little cut short to prep um, by like 10 minutes. So 10 minutes actually makes a huge difference in the land of making copies and whatnot. But um, it actually went smoothly today, fortunately. Um, So I had two classes that I was teaching, like two, I should say courses. Yeah. So like Spanish three, if I haven't mentioned this before, hi, I am, (laughs) I'm Vanessa, and I am a Spanish teacher at a high school, and um, so this year is my second year teaching, and in my second year teaching, I'm doing six classes instead of five, and the school offers seven periods a day, and then they have block days Tuesday and Wednesday, so it's a combination of your standard seven period day and then your block schedules which are 90 minute periods which is what was today um so on a tuesday which is today i teach spanish three and spanish two replacement so my spanish three classes i have three of them and then i have one spanish two replacement class So for my Spanish 3 class, since we started a new unit on technology and teens using their technology, I started out last week with a bit of vocab, just, you know, computer, cell phone, tablet, um, what else did I have? They had like TV, being online, um, touch screen, just like some basic terms. And following that, um... I had them start a mini project, and they completed it in class yesterday, which was Monday. Um, So what they had to do was create a poster where they're advertising a product or a device that is already on the market, but now in Spanish, for the Spanish audience, or those um, 
consumers that only speak Spanish. So what did they have to include on the poster? It needed to have the name clearly stated of the device. So if it was like a Samsung Galaxy S9, you can't change the name, but you can tell them that it's a cell phone. So it would be Celular Galaxy S9. And under that, including information about price, so how much it is, storage, battery life, um, camera quality, uh, just other features that it includes that would be important for someone that's looking to buy, how you would really sell them on this one specific device. And then they had to also make a comparison on their poster to another device that was similar. So if they were having a poster dedicated to the Galaxy, they would compare it briefly to the iPhone, per se. Um, what is this person doing? That is not a lane. Welcome to the right lane. Alright, I want to get out of here. But, um, so, I thought at first, I didn't know where I was going with this, because I am one that works day to day and that's just how I work my lessons is that I get to school in the morning I look back at what I did the day before and then I connect the dots and that is how I lesson plan and for a lot of people that's like a lot of stress because you're you're like what do you mean you like have to plan and make copies like what's the final product gonna look like and to be honest I usually don't think of what the final end goal is until I'm like a few weeks in and sometimes um sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't work in my favor um I've noticed that this year I've done more of like oh okay like I should look at the IPA at the end which is like our our version of um of an assessment where students are are tested on their abilities to comprehend a reading or a listening portion and answer comprehension questions on it, a student's ability to produce the language without, um, without, like, any extra time, almost, like, uh, sporadic, or, no, not sporadic, like, spontaneous, um, and also conversation, so if they can keep up a conversation, ask questions, understand a question and respond. So that's what an IPA is, and usually, or I've noticed that this year, it's been really helpful to stay on track with what I'm trying to do. Um, now, is it always perfect day to day? Like, do I always remember to do it? No. Um, the days that I do do it, is it super helpful? Absolutely. Um, but sometimes, like, days where I just kind of have no clue what to do, it is definitely the most stressful feeling and anxiety that I usually don't get. I feel like, for some reason, um, maybe it's my dad's genes that were passed down because he's such, he's such a calm guy. Um under pressure, like, moments where I really don't have much, and I just have to, like, super wing it, or just, like, improvise, uh, I, I envision my father (laughs) being this calm man, and, um, it's great, it really helps me get through it, 
and so okay back to what I was talking about about the lesson so they made this poster right about some device that they wanted to sell and today was their quote-unquote presentation and so I, I just like remember a few students walking in today and they were like are we presenting this today like I don't understand what's going on and I remembered I was like oh, I didn't really explain what we were gonna do so they're they're not ready to to have fun <laughs> um so what I did before class was that I made a table it had three columns and three questions at the top of each column. Oh, so like one question per column. So the first column was the name, like what was the, what's the name of the device? And it should also include the price of the device. The second column was what are the functions of the device and important details. And then the last column was what will you use this device for? So it's not like you're just purchasing a device because it looks nice. What are you actually going to be using it for? I'm going to use it to play video games. I'm going to use it to make phone calls. And that's where I incorporated the future tense. So um, I started out with the really easy one, which is voy a, so I will. Um, and then eventually I'll move into just like how you conjugate the verb, which is literally adding an ending. Um, and I hope that they are really excited about that because it's going to be super easy. Um, and less work on them to just write the verb instead of voya, voya, voya constantly because that gets annoying. Um, so what they did today is that the first thing they had to do is come up with a budget. In my first class, I really messed up because I was like, oh, your budget's going to be between $500 and like $2,000. And then it was like, that wasn't enough because some TVs go for $2,000 and some phones like a thousand dollars so that's like that's your budget like you can only get two things so then they changed the budget um price to be between one thousand five hundred and five thousand five hundred i think it was it's like a bigger gap um and i think if i'm not mistaken or i feel like it went a lot better in the other two classes since my morning class was it tends to be my guinea pig class where i'm just testing out how things are going to roll and so we did that after they came up with their own budget for themselves they put their computers around the classroom since they each have it's a one-to-one -one school so they all have I know I know it's going to sound really bougie but they have <laughs> they have macbooks or uh air airbook what is it macbook airs what is it called a mac air air mac the, the thinner one um, <laughs> without the CD anyways so they have their Macs and they put them around the classroom with their poster quote unquote poster so it's just like a flyer uh, on the screen and then I gave them like 10-15 minutes to walk around write down the information in their tables or like on their table so for each column they had the name, the price the functions, the details, and finally what they will do with the device. And then I I try to get as much writing in now this year because I feel like last year I really slacked on that. I was like, oh, like they're not able to write yet. Like it's like, no, they're in high school. Like they have to write. Like they have to be constantly writing, reading, listening. And I'm still working on that this year with the listening because I like 
I always go back to English because it's the easiest thing so they can pay attention. But if I say directions in Spanish and I like repeat myself and then I have a student uh, clear up, or not clear up, but like translate what I say to the class, most of the time they do understand. I just need to take the time to do it and I need to like not forget because it's a Spanish class. Speaking Spanish and hearing my directions in Spanish. Um, so yeah, they did this activity, and I felt like I mean maybe I next year I would do something different. Just uh, I don't know. I want to make it more interactive. Like I, I feel like maybe for the budget itself, maybe I'll put it instead of dollars, like I'll do pesos or euros based on like whatever country they're from and I need to do that too oh geez so my my classroom is set up in uh pairs so the desks two desks are um, right one next to the other and I had flags for each pair and they just knew like oh I'm sitting in Mexico or I'm sitting in Peru or whatever and I took them off because my supervisor came in and there's nothing wrong, like, this is what a supervisor is supposed to do, like, she's supposed to observe you and tell you your, the areas where you can improve, yada yada. And so, you know, one of the things was my classroom and it was that the flags, although it's a great idea and it looks really nice, after a few weeks, the flags were a disaster because kids are using the desks constantly they're moving their desks, their chairs, their backpacks all get caught in, in the flags. So the flags were ripped and torn to shreds. And then at the end, it was just like, poor spade was being held on by like a thread. So I took them all off and I haven't gotten to it to reprinting them. So maybe I'll do that tomorrow since I have more time. But um, yeah, so like maybe as a reflection for myself for next year, instead of just sticking to dollars really have them go in depth and see what their country is selling this product for and then compare it to how much it is in the United States as like a side um like homework or something like oh what did you think did you um did you think it would be cheaper or more expensive uh in another country why why not um did you think of taxes when you were buying these devices? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be a little bit of math, but I mean, they're learning math, so that should be, um, oh my gosh, I learned this in college. It's, uh, it's like inclusive learning, not inclusive learning, where you're learning more than one subject in a class. So if you're doing Spanish, history, and math, for example, like a lesson on Though, I don't know, let's see, the revolution or the independence of a country and then how many people were now enslaved and how many more people were now considered to be mestizos. I don't know. I'm brainstorming here. But I don't really know if you can hear me at this point because I think in this part of the podcast last time, Gina said it cut off, which is a shame because I did a podcast, or I, yeah, I recorded a podcast in reply to one of Gina's, um, to one of Gina's podcasts. I feel like I said that word more than it needed to be said, but, um, so I hope.
hope you guys can hear me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna start ending this podcast just as a, like a little end here um, to connect the dots, not the dots, but like to to bring some closure here. I was surprised about how the lesson went. I think that the students were a little bit more excited today as opposed to other classes. I'm still trying to work on getting students to be more engaged and want to learn for themselves as opposed to just like, oh, I'm learning because I have to pass the class. Like, no, learn because it's going to be important. What if you go to another country, you lose your phone, now you have to buy another phone. Like, what are you going to look for? You have to find how many gigabytes you need for your phone. And you have to ask for the price. And you have to ask, what are the other features or functions of that device? I don't know. Just to get them to really be more self-motivated. That's what I'm also working on is for myself to be self-motivated and want the want to push the lesson further and really really go in depth on these topics. Even though sometimes we just kind of have to skim the surface of it due to time. Life ain't perfect. Things come in the way. Students are absent. They go to the bathroom a million times. Stayed in the bathroom for like 20 minutes. They come back like, what did I miss? Oh, I don't know when you left. Like, gosh. Uh, all right, but that that was my little little rant on Tuesday for my long day. I'm I'm about like halfway home at this point, um, but I really hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. For those that are listening, thank you. And I really don't know if I have like a schedule for myself. Again, I'm, this is my second year teaching, so this is more of a a way for me to vent and. Um, and I like it. Uh, I feel the same way that Casey Neistat feels. He's a YouTuber. He talked a little bit about it in a video I saw today about how he uses YouTube as a way for therapy for him to release stress or just talk about life. And and I think this is like a, a cool way for me to do it too. And then maybe years from now for my children to hear me rant about my first years of teaching and how I sucked as a teacher. Maybe, okay, I'm not going to be that hard on myself. I don't suck entirely, but I definitely am an amateur. And I have to stay humble to that because it's, <laughs> let's be real, as a veteran teacher, you definitely have more under your belt and years of experience. So I'm hoping, praying I'll get there and I'm really excited about it. So um, again, thank you for listening. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And I'll catch you guys on the next one.